0: Welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. This episode is why this podcast pisses a ton of people off. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, so welcome back. So, today's a little bit of a rant on, on what's been going on. So, I, anyways, I've run a fund for the last two years. Um, it's gone grab a team of guys working for me now. We have done over a hundred and, I think, 35, 40 deals in the last two years. Our fund has gone great. Our investors freaking love us and we're doing well. And I started my first fund at 22 years old. Um, I'm on my second fund right now and we're actually looking to launch a third fund. And just some people out there (laughs) are really mad about what we're doing um, with this. And recently we've launched our investment fund secrets, mini course, mini vault. And we have over 100 people in there right now that have, that have signed up that are in our kind of small group. And then we have our mastermind group where we're helping people launch funds. And I, I didn't know this would happen, but since we've, we've only launched this a couple months, I've had a lot of people that are just mad at what we're doing. And I think, and I, I don't know exactly the reasoning behind it, but it's, it kind of bugs me that they're so opposed to what we're doing. I just don't think they can fathom that you can actually start a fund uh, for instance, I was talking to a college professor. And this is last week, actually. Last week, we go over to his house. Where I'm talking to this college professor. Super nice guy. He's like, his story is, "Hey, I've been in asset management for a long time, and I've kind of retired now, and I just teach a couple college classes for fun. And I try to help students out. And I'm a part-time student right now. And I I go talk to him like, "Hey, how's it going?" He goes, "Good." I go, and we start chatting about work and stuff. So he goes, "What do you do?" Well, I I say, "I run a fund. I ran it for about two years." And, um, we manage, you know, X amount of money we've had X amount. I I wish I could tell you my returns on this podcast, but we can't do it publicly. But I told him my returns and stuff. He goes, Oh, like, huh? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, there's no way you can do that. And I'm like, no, actually like, yeah, I can show you the bank statements, all the returns. Like we actually, yeah, we're doing that. He's like, Oh, well, yeah. And then he, he goes on to tell me he didn't even follow up. Like he cut me off mid sentence and just went on to talk about his career and life and, how you know his struggles and how he is so sophisticated and so smart and how only he can do asset management. And I was like, "Dude, are you are you here to help students, right? Like you're here to to help young people you know grow up in their careers and and, uh, and but apparently to him what we were doing was impossible and wasn't worth his time to talk about or think about because it was just it must be Impossible! I must be lying to him um, somehow. And it made me so, it just kind of bugged me. And then I, I get on, on Instagram and um, anyways, people are, are funny on Instagram. I've it's a couple of guys on there that have, have done the traditional route. So when I got to school, I knew I wanted to get into private equity somehow like a lot of people. I knew I wanted to be an investor. And so the, the two routes, the common routes are... To do consult so go to college go to a good school you get good grades and you interview and you go work at you know do an internship at a big consulting firm or a big investment bank is the two routes right out of college and you're gonna do an internship and work 90 to 100 hours a week for nothing and hopefully at the end of the summer three months they give you an offer to return the next summer and work full-time, right? And I did this, I've gotten uh, two offers now from one, <laughs> anyways, on my, my internships that I've done, and um, their plan is they get you in right away, and they say, hey, if you work hard, if you bust your butt for five to seven years, we can help you get to a good graduate school, go get your MBA, and then after that you can, they always say you can write your ticket, you can go wherever you wanna go, and you can do whatever you want, you can go work in private equity, you can go work at a hedge fund, right? I'm laughing when I say this because I, so this was the plan for me, right? I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do internships. I'm going to go hit this. That's what my school taught me to do. And lots of kids from my school went and did that. And I have lots of buddies that are working in New York and San Francisco right now and and Chicago and wherever else, right? And they go and they show up day one, like, all right, I'm I'm in, you know, and they they get to the office at 6.30 a.m. They leave at midnight and they work all day, every day. And that is their entire life for at least two years, right? They say the minimum is two years. And it's funny, so I've, I've had a few buddies do this and I've watched them and I'll call them after, not like right after, but you know, I'll find people that have finished their first two years or three years or done the MBA, right? Finished, I called the guy a little bit ago. He had, he had done the two years investment bank in New York, right in the thick of things. He does an MBA, at a great school, comes out and asks him, what are you gonna do? He goes, man, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. Like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, yeah, you know, all this training you, you done, like what's the plan? He's like, well, I've always wanted to get into private equity hedge funds, but I have a hard time, you know, deciding what I, exactly where I want to live and do. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you thinking? And I keep following up with him. He finally goes and works at a private equity fund and um, gets in there and he starts working. And he, again, is now working 90, because he's the new guy, again. So he's now working 90 hours a week and I called him, he's like, is this worth it? He's like, yeah, in a couple of years, I'm gonna, I think in a couple of years, I'm gonna have enough know-how to start my own fund. And I was like, is that your goal? To start a fund? He's like, yeah, I think I think I wanna do it. Like, I really wanna start my own fund. And I was like, like, whoa! Like, what, like, ugh, like, wh- why now are you starting a fund? I mean, it's great, like, you can do that whole thing, but he's getting into his mid-30s, right? Um, like, I guess early 30s, probably. And he's thinking, yeah, I'm gonna start a fund now. I'm not saying that's late at all. That's You can start a fund whenever and that's a fine path. If that's the path you wanna do, I'm not discouraging you from doing that. I'm just saying if that's the end goal, if the end goal is to start a fund, then why are you waiting to hit your end goal when you're 45 or 50 or 60? And I told him I ran a fund and I was making a, I'm not gonna say in, comparable income. Um, I think he was making more than me, but he was working 90 hours a week. Right. And I was working like 40 hours a week. Um, and he was like, you're making how much? And I said, told him, and, and he, I think he got kind of mad at it. He was like, well, that doesn't, that's not going to last. That's not going to work. That's not going to, that's not going to. And I was like, well, it's worked for me for two years, last two years, you know, and obviously nothing lasts forever, but this gives me ton of experience. And I've with my running my fund, I've interviewed some of the same private equity funds that he's interviewed at and got offered the same jobs that he got offered. Why? Because I have run a fund and actually figured out how to raise money and manage it. And and when I talk to a a boss, eye to eye, and say, hey, I've done a lot of the things on a smaller scale. You guys manage, you know, $500 million. I don't manage that much, but I've done the same task on a smaller scale. Yes, I know what I'm getting into. I, I wanna be your guy. And I've gotten offered some of the same jobs that he got offered, but he did the two years experience, he did the MBA, he came back, still know what to do, and that's where he's at. I ran a fund. Um, If that's your goal, either way, uh, if you wanna run your own fund or work for a fund, starting a fund and showing a potential recruiter that hey, I'm a a freaking cold-blooded entrepreneur, I can get things done. Whether it's in your business or my business, I can get tons of crap done. People love to hire, hire that. I get pitched jobs all the time. I, don't, I haven't graduated from undergraduate yet. I'm, I told you a minute ago, I'm still working. I still take part-time school. I'll probably graduate in a little bit here, but I just do part because I work so much. And yeah, Anyways, I'm not going to dive into that, but um, I've been pitched multiple six-figure salary jobs without graduating college because I run a fund. Okay, And I think there are tons of people out there that are pissed because they look at their life about what they did and they compare it to what they could have done if they would have had a little bit higher vision, a little bit bit more know-how when they started out, that they didn't have to do that long roundabout road to get to their goal and dream. They just could have gone for it right from the start. Anyways, this is my rant. I think a lot of people are mad because they see them, like this college professor that has worked for 40 years to get where he's at and he sees a young guy like me and I'm not anywhere near him, obviously, I'm not gonna say that at all. That'd just be blasphemy but um, to see me on a road that's a lot faster than his, I think just makes people regret their life a lot and I think one of the scariest things in life is regret. Living with regret is crazy scary and if you right now are thinking you're gonna start a fund, and you're setting the goals and you're making, you know, make the plans though. Write it down, make the plans. And I don't know with your situation, you got to make sure what, what works for you. But if you want to get out there and do it, there is not a better time in the history of the world to start a fund. Uh, if you, Especially if you live in America. There is so much money pumped into our economy right now. Um, last last two weeks ago, I was with four fund managers. One, one was from Bank of America. The other one was from... Um, Merrill Lynch's division and then two other fund managers, and they talked through the current landscape of uh, the market. And they were just, they were very bullish actually on the market just because of so much capital infusion in the market. Um, it was just crazy how much money is out there right now. And it's the best time in the history of the world to start a fund. The 1960s, 1920s, 1800s, I, you know, that's hard to start a fund. 2019, 2020, 2021 are fantastic years to start a fund. Um, and anyways, I, I could go on and on about this, but I think a lot of people online are pissed that we're freaking doing it. So kudos to you for listening to this podcast and, and getting things done. If you started a fund already, freaking kudos to you. And it'll work out for you. If your fund goes great, awesome. If it doesn't, um, you know I think a lot of recruiters that I've seen at least love the fact that I've run a fund and they are willing to offer me huge six-figure salaries to do that. So, anyways, um, love you all. This today was a little bit of a rant on on that, but I I love this mission. I love what we're on right now. Um, I think we're making a lot of people mad, which is awesome. And that means we're changing the world. And uh, so, if you're interested in learning more, our mini course just launched. It's investmentfundseekers.com. Just head over there, and uh, you can see it all. It's it's. I try to make it cheap. I want normal people to be able to access this kind of information. This is not for the rich and the wealthy and Greenwich, Connecticut and people that grew up on Sixth Avenue. Just, you know, I, I want regular people to understand this world of funds and I was lucky enough to learn it um, just from my dad who runs a $16 billion private equity fund. He started from freaking nothing. Started from, grew up in ghetto North Las Vegas. Didn't do an MBA. Has been an entrepreneur his entire life um, and decided I'm going to start a fund and their fund is now top 20 biggest real estate funds in the entire world. They are sixteen times bigger than Grant Cardone. And my dad, like when I meet him, he's like when I was talked to him this morning. He is not that sophisticated of a guy. He's a normal dude. And a normal dude that can go out and start a fund, you can do it too. I've done it. Um, my brother runs a fund right now. Just because we believe that we can run funds, we're doing it. Uh, anyways, love you guys all. Um please let me know. Send me comments or messages. DM me on Instagram as part of the bus. I respond to all of those right, right now. So at Bridger underscore Pennington. Let me know what your thoughts are and I'd love to hear from you guys and see you on the other side. Bye. Hey, what's going on? I know a lot of you out there are starting funds or thinking about starting funds and something I was so grateful for was having mentors. When I started my first fund, I had people to turn to and to ask questions. And so what I have decided to do is make the same thing for you. So what we've done is compiled a lot of interviews things that I've learned, my personal pitch decks that I've used to pitch investors and put it all into what I call a mini vault. So in there, I deep dive into Forex funds, into real estate funds, how to structure them, how to structure deals, how to find investors. And I try to go deep to help mentor you to help you start your first fund. in addition to that, we have a private members group on Facebook that fund managers are getting together on there and talking and working through problems together. So if this is interesting. If you would want to get involved and get some help right off the ground, go to investmentfundsecrets.com for less than a hundred bucks. You can get started and get into the mini vault. And I would love to see you in there on the Facebook group and talk with us. Thanks. See ya.